Ivy and the Floronic Man were up to questionable activities. We need help. Holly Quinn reporting for duty, sir! God help us. Where can I find your BFF, Poison Ivy? I can help you find her, but you're gonna put in a good word for me with the parole boy. Hmm. No. Come on, you're really gonna change us all into plants? Humankind have had their chance. And you've had yours. I thought we were friends. Friends don't let friends kill seven billion people. If you aren't willing to agree to my terms, why should I help you? As insane as you are, you enjoy living. How about just a little something to sweeten the deal? Spa day? Autograph picture for my little cousin? He's real sick. Okay, fine, whatever. You're the boss. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Real Talk with Rob and Shane. I'm Shane. I'm Robbie. And as always, we're brought to you by GimmicksInc.com. You can find us there. You can also find us at GimmicksInc at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We also have the Real Talk with Rob and Shane Facebook fan page that you can uh, show up at, get links to all the new episodes, stuff like that. Um, and if you don't mind, run over to YouTube, give us a like, you can search us there at Gimmicks Inc. And give us a like so we can get our custom URL. So, been a little bit, man, what's going on? Yeah, same old, same old, man. Just working non-stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the first time we've done one of these that I've actually had to come from work. Yeah. The, uh, old teacher benefit has worn off and it's <laughs> back to the, back to the grind for another 10 months. Back to one of the normal people now, Shane. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? No, well, hopefully that means, well, not hopefully, it will eventually mean getting paid again, which will be awesome. So. <laughs> yeah. Just in time for Christmas and all the new toys that's coming out. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that's the only thing. Like, I have kind of gotten a little bit off of like, oh, I haven't been buying this and I haven't been buying this. It literally feels like it's all just backlogging until that first paycheck and I'm going to blow it all on toys. <laughs> You get paid the first time, you're going to be like, man, I didn't get paid. Pretty much. I mean, that's the thing. Like, the way, the third wave of the Diamond Select, or the last wave of the Diamond Select Ghostbusters stuff came out mm. uh, a couple months ago. I need those four figures so that I can put that line finished up. Yeah. And start waiting on the next 15 figures plus. So. I guess that's kind of a good thing about stuff not really showing up in our area when it should yeah it's like by the time it shows up you're like oh man they came out like two months ago i can finally buy it and i haven't had a hard time really finding a lot of the ghostbuster stuff online yeah. outside of you know the ghostbusters like all the ghosts and extra characters i've been able to find months after the fact mm -hmm. so you know that's not gonna be too hard but i am gotta get those done then move on to the next set with the firehouse and the ghostbusters 2 slash real ghostbusters waves like, right Looking pretty forward to that. So, um, you missed a terrible pay-per-view the other day. Oh, uh, which one? SummerSlam? Yeah. Uh, well, I won't say you missed it. Yeah. You might have <laughs> dodged it. I left before the main event. Like, literally, Nakamura lost. Uh, and I got up and walked out. Uh, well, <laughs> you should have, because gender is awful. <laughs> I just saw it. I was like, and it was the same like stupid finish it's been yes yeah, you know sing brothers knock you know distract him he gets knocked into that stupid cobra clutch slam mm -hmm. that uh gender has one two three somebody told me at work they were like well the uh the tag match and the main event was good so i was like so it was like the last pay-per-view that we all had <laughs> when the new day and the usos had that really cool yeah. match and then or smackdown my bad but uh yeah i was like yeah, yeah it sounds like I, it sounds good. like I didn't really miss a lot. It sounds like I missed a lot on NXT that I would have liked to have seen. I still need to go back and watch that one. Um, you know, I like seeing you know I've seen the tail end of it with Adam Cole and Red Dragon, mm. um, which is cool because I had heard a week or two ago that WWE was thinking about in NXT doing a Ring of Honor stable. Oh, okay. And that essentially looks like what they're doing with these guys. You know, 
Because I knew they'd brought in uh, Bobby Fish, but I didn't know they'd brought in O'Reilly. Yeah. And then, you know, they show up and you've got uh, those guys there. You know, I think it'd be cool if they added a couple other people. Like, I kind of want them to start trying to recruit Roderick Strong. Uh, That'd be cool. Maybe Ono, stuff like that. Like, that'd be pretty cool. But, yeah, for the most part, you missed nothing. Like, it solidified me (laughs) to where I was like, I'm done with this. Like, and, like, even... I didn't even think we were going to hang out until the other day. Like, Derek got a hold of him and was like, we doing this? And I was like, I didn't think we were doing well, it's this. it's like if I hadn't worked, I had every intention on just watching Game of Thrones before going into work. Yeah. But I went ahead and worked early, so. Yeah, I, I was, was like, I, I miss Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's the way I looked at it. <laughs> I was a little more aggravated that I missed it, too. I was like, really? I didn't watch Game of Thrones to come watch this terrible? <laughs> and then I got back to the, uh, the place I was staying, and Josh was like, yeah, our internet's out. I was like, "Are you what?" Yeah, because I came home that morning and the internet was wasn't working. Stupid. Yeah, it came on like it eventually came back on, but he said he had to sit there and watch it on his phone. <laughs> Did you uh, listen to the last episode of Fat Man where, where Kevin, Kevin was talking ran up seven hundred dollars on? It's like it cost me seven hundred fifty dollars to watch one episode. It was worth it. I'm sitting here thinking, is it? No, not at all, man. <laughs> I was like, don't get me wrong. It is it is probably the best show on TV right now, but 750 you could bought every season so far for way like less than 10 that. times over. <laughs> like, yeah. That's... It's dedication or stupidity. Rich Maybe a little people, bit of both. <laughs> rich people problems. But we love you, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, today our plan, we've got good bound of movie news to talk about. And we're going to get into um, the newest DC animated movie, Batman and Harley Quinn, which we saw in theaters the other day. It comes out on DVD and Blu-ray on the 28th, I think. Yeah. So we're going to get into that. And depending on how we go, you know, we may get into Marvel's The Defenders this week, or we may move it to next week and see where we go. But, all right, talk to me about... uh, Sure. Did you just have a stroke? I think so. <laughs> uh, talk about some movie news, sir. Uh, well, not so much movie first, but the this comes more from TV that I gotcha. saw. Like, I, you know, we talked about, um, I had been watching uh, the Arrowverse shows, mm-hmm. slowly getting through those. So I was like, I realized, I, I counted up how many episodes I have because, you know, I got to watch them by air date, so I get the crossover the connections. Crazy. I, I have a weird roadmap I have to use to watch these episodes. So I was like, I figured it up, and I was like, I can watch, I can finish this before the Defenders comes out. So that was my plan was to get DC, oh, gotcha. put it to bed, focus on Defenders. So I loved it. I loved all four seasons this year. Like Arrow was back in the road. It was really good. Major returns and twists at the end that I was oh, just gotcha. like, this is amazing. Uh, Legends, it ends on a cliffhanger. That looks so fun. you aren't. Here's the thing: you aren't going to spoil me because I'll either get to it or I won't. Mm-hmm. I'm taken by that. You mean um, Canary? Well, you yeah, and somebody else returns. So. Who? Else okay, so it? spoilers. Yeah, but, I mean you can go for okay. it. Okay, uh, Deathstroke's back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So Oliver forms a new team, and Deathstroke is on that team. Gotcha, gotcha. So it's going to be interesting to see how that works out. But uh, dude is back, um, Matthew or Matt. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, that. you know who I'm talking about. So he's back. Oh, uh, Manu Bennett. Yeah. So he was back. And there was Which a few is funny because that dude was like, I ain't coming back. And see, that's funny too because like, a, uh, like I don't know, like he, he's such a badass anyway. Like, right. Like I just think that might be one of the most comic to screen accurate representations of a They're suit. They're pretty good at it, yeah. Like the way the suit oh, looks. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of times where he's under the suit, but he is doing the voice. So it makes me wonder how much was he actually there to film? Right. So, but anyway, he's back. Arrow's back. Like, Arrow's not this show that they have to use to set up new shows now. Okay. So, Arrow was Arrow. Flash was Flash. Does everybody yell at Ollie and hate him every other episode still? Eh, not so much. It's kind of like Team Arrow is actually there. Like, he actually does kind of pull an Angel. Like, Angel in Season 4 kind of sent his group away because he had to. Mm -hmm. And Oliver kind of has to send them away for a few episodes. I just sent them away off that last episode just because I hated them all. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Arrow's good. Um, Flash was really good. 
Supergirl. Flash took on the mantle of everybody hates uh, Barry yeah. this season, I think. Yeah, so that one, uh, that one was pretty good, and I, I love Supergirl. I just think that is like the best one. And that's like, funny because a year ago that was the show that we were both like, yeah. I don't want to watch. Like this. when Calista Flockhart does the throwaway joke, she's like, "You guys look like a group from a CW show because they weren't on CW." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, that's kind of funny," but you know, I was like, I just. Since I wasn't connected, I was like, I'll watch it sometime. Right. And then, you know, hey, NBC's not going to use it. Let's move to CW and connect it. Which I liked how they did. I thought they were actually going to do it like when Barry set up Flashpoint. I just thought the worlds were going to merge. See, that's what I was thinking. And to me, that's the smart way out. Mm. Except for, I guess, they still don't want the other two shows or the other three shows to fully be in a world where Superman exists. Yeah. I think that's the only reason not to do it. Yeah. And speaking of, like, He's the best Superman that we have right now. You said that the other day, <laughs> like, and I didn't respond uh-huh. because that's a hard claim. Like, honestly, though, dude, like, okay, here's the thing. Like, in Man of Steel and whatnot, I just don't think that he had that connection that he should have had as Superman. Gotcha. Like, well, he didn't have the upbringing that Clark Kent had that we know from Smallville. Like okay. you see that kind of bond that he had with, you know, his dad and whatnot and the kind of person that Clark should be. Right. You feel that more in this DC or in the CW show than you oh, do okay. in the movie. Like I know we're getting there and we're building to it like in the DCEU, mm-hmm. but he just feels more like Superman. Like he comes off as like, yeah, I'm a badass, and I can crack jokes and be funny and still have a good time. And like, well, I mean, he, I guess he does win in of the fact that he actually smiles. Yeah. <laughs> so you get it's like that dude has fun being Superman, right? So I like that. So yeah, I finished all four of those shows, and you know, like I said, uh, Legends was the one that ended on a major cliffhanger. Where I was like, what the hell are they doing? Because hmm. they essentially broke time. Because and did everybody yell at them like they're Barry? Uh, well, see, <laughs> they used the Spirit Destiny. Okay. And they decided they're going to erase time, or they're not going to erase time. They're going to try to keep the timeline as close as they can. But the only thing they they try to do is deactivate the spear. Okay. So like everything happens that's happened and would have affected all four shows. So the only change that Sarah makes was. I'm just going to depower the spear. Like, it never has any power. Okay. But, I mean, butterfly effect. Yeah, because they run into their cells, like, pretty much, uh, Back to the Future. Uh-huh. There's, there's part, there's part of the show where there's two teams. Oh, And they gotcha. actually run into each other and it creates a time vortex. Breaks time. And, um, so it's set up, like, this weird cliffhanger. Like, they crash in modern day, I don't know what city it is, I don't know if it's Star City, don't know... You know, if it's Bloodhaven, what right. it is. But there's just dinosaurs walking around. <laughs> and, like, this weird, like... It looks like Earth 2 from The Flash. Okay. But, like, with dinosaurs and, like, other futuristic stuff. It's like this weird hybrid. Like, every, like, part of Tom is together. Weird. Yeah, so it's it's pretty weird. But, Did they uh, use that to bring Wentworth Miller back? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, like... It's actually funny. Do you remember... Have you got to the episode where... um? Uh, Captain Cold was going to leave uh, Heatwave behind. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Well, Barry actually ends up back there because he needs him. <laughs> so he ends up going back to the he ends up going back to the future to get him for a minute too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's good, man. Like it's 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 just so weird because you have to watch all four shows to get all the connections. Right. But the cool thing is now, I guess, like since time is broken on Legends, and they're gonna like. See, to me, I always thought that, or I had heard that um, Legends was going to be like American history. Or the American anthology Horror Story, show. And like, it was going to be like a different cast each season. I had heard that. Well, Jonah Hex has been there before. Right. He's apparently coming back. I'm for that. him and Rip Hunter have a past. Right. So I was like, that's pretty cool. And my boy Constantine is back. See, that's... I, I'm shocked he was nowhere this season. Yeah. Like, to me... Uh, Oliver makes an offhanded comment because they actually say something about it. And they're like, well, can't we get uh, Constantine in on this? And he's like, well, Constantine's currently in hell. Like, like literally, he's in hell. <laughs> so Wow. Yeah. So I guess, you know, we have demons and stuff like that set up in this world now, too. So that's... It's going to be fun seeing where they go next season. Yeah, that'd be... 
That does sound pretty cool. So it's it's pretty fun. I'm just waiting on them one of, one of those shows, and it'd probably be Legends, but I need one of those shows to give me Doctor Fate. Like they teased him in that first episode of Constantine. Yeah, and um, if I'm not mistaken, I think Doctor Fate's helmet is in Rip's office. Oh, on, really? On the Wave Rider. Yeah. <laughs> Because I, I think when he went in to get his fragment of the Spirit Destiny, it was sitting on the back shelf. Interesting. So, hopefully this whole, like, you know, since they've reset time and can do anything they right. want, Constantine is there. Maybe his show is not in existence anymore. Right. But he is still Constantine. So, hopefully that'll be how they do it. That'd be cool. But that's all we have for that part of the DC stuff. But the other thing, mm-hmm. um, Hellboy got added to Injustice 2. I saw that today. That's that's pretty interesting because there was the rumor that it was going to be Spawn. Mm-hmm. And for it to end up being Hellboy, like, that's kind of cool to actually be like, you know what, let's reach out and grab some of these other characters yeah. and see what they can do. Well, that's like, he's Dark Horse, isn't he? Yes. So that's kind of, that is kind of interesting because I think if he's the one, because on the selection screen, you can, like, I have the seasons past so you actually see all the shadows mm-hmm. of who it's going to be. And if I'm thinking right, he might be the one that everybody thought was Constantine because of the collar. Oh, gotcha. Like, it's kind of like the shadow and he's got like the pop collar on the trench coat. And I'm wondering if that may be Hellboy instead of gotcha. Constantine. But yeah, I'd much rather have Hellboy instead of Spawn. Yeah. So. And I like, well. In a fighting game, Spawn could be pretty cool. Yeah. But just for, like, we've kind of seen Spawn. Yeah, we in did a that with Soul Calibur. Yeah. So, so it'd be kind of cool. Like, really haven't seen Hellboy in much of anything. <laughs> All I know is uh, Hellboy and something are in a game together. So our buddy Jamie's probably yeah. losing his crap right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was at the moment I saw it, I started thinking about that. I was like, man, if he doesn't already own this, Jamie's going to run out and buy this, like, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> So you got any other DC news there, bud? Uh, DC. I got a couple things. A um, few things uh, broke yesterday or the day before. The idea that um, the director of The Hangover and Martin Scorsese are going to make a Joker movie. Hmm. That is not... It's an origin story. And it's not in the current DC continuity. So it will not be Jared Leto. So we're not going to find out how he got his teeth broken out and his tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it's like I said, it's the direct, Todd Phillips, the director of The Hangover. Uh, Scott Silver's writing it with him. It's got wrote Eight Mile, and Phillips and Martin Scorsese are producing it. What the heck? I'm not excited about this in the slightest. Well, that's kind of like the thing with today. They were saying that the Batman may not be set in the DCEU. So, here's the thing. You've already, and part of their plan, they said, was to start setting stuff up that was different takes on characters Mm -hmm. that didn't have to tie to the current continuity. You don't even have a full-out universe yet. Mm -hmm. And they're already wanting to do Elseworlds stories. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Like, this is going to be, like... Is it Elseworlds or is it just? Gonna I, be I'm a, just throwing Elseworlds into yeah. the idea. Elseworlds has always been DC's like, this is outside continuity thing. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, I'm not gonna like a bunch of people are always like, how are they gonna understand if there's multiple different Batmans and all this different? Like, you know, a lot of people kind of give the modern or the average movie going audience crap. They think that yeah, you know, they treat them like they're stupid, which they're not. We've had however many James Bonds, we've had however many Batman, Supermans, three different Spider-Mans. They recast yeah. constantly. But one of the reasons that they killed off um, the Justice League movie ten years ago was because Dark Knight Rises was going into production. Right. And they didn't want two different Batmans happening at the same time. So now we have two different Jokers happening. And yeah, that's weird. Nobody cares about Joker's origin story. Well, we've seen it countless times. Well, you like, I mean, they've shown different versions of it, but it's like I'm I'm against the Joker having a definitive origin story. 
Yeah. I hate the idea. Right. I think that the way that Nolan handled him in Dark Knight was perfect. He comes in, he's a force of nature, and he leaves. Mm-hmm. There's no trying to figure out who he is. Batman can't figure out who he is. Mm-hmm. We move on. And they kind of allude to that stuff where it's like he has different ideas about how like it, how he got his scars. It's different stories every time he tells the story. And it kind of harks back to that killing joke line, if I have to have a past, I prefer it to be multiple choice. Yeah. So, I mean, are you going to do... Is Are these guys going to do the killing joke? Are they going to do the Jack Napier version where, you know, it's... Well, see, also it makes you wonder, you know, say say it's not an Elseworlds set up. Right. If, maybe it's a soft reboot. Because, you gotta think, they're doing Flashpoint. So do you think maybe these movies come out after Flashpoint? Is that why maybe they've fast-tracked it? Or You know what? If that's the case, stop making them. Like, I know they're not because they make money. Yeah. But literally, if the idea is we're going to use Flashpoint to reboot our world and we're going to have a new Joker and a new Batman, and all, like, I'm, I'm not interested. Like, yeah, I might as like... well stop watching these movies now because I don't care. You're not giving me time to get invested in these characters mm. before you're starting to swap them around. Like, I know we've talked about it before, like with them having problems with just the Rocky start and, mm-hmm. you know, having Batman, an older Batman right out the gate, you know, so. But they're finally starting to move. I mean, you got, had a Rocky start with three movies that all made money. So it's the most un-Rocky Rocky start yeah. there's ever been. But then you have this new one that's made all the money. Mm. Like $800 million so far. Like Wonder Woman's made tons of money. Now's the time to kind of see where we go. Where does Justice League go? Yeah. You know, you've got Aquaman. Because really, Justice League and Aquaman are the only two being made right now. Yeah. So it's not like they can't just stop, course correct, and move around from there. Mm -hmm. It's not like they're, you know five deep to try to figure out like oh we've got nine movies in production right now what's happening so i'm just i don't know if that's if it's a soft reboot we're gonna start moving stuff around that's gonna hurt it more than it is because it's going to be really confusing to suddenly recast half of your universe them doing that this early it's weird because them doing that this early would go over about as smooth as Marvel trying to do it right now with the MCU. Like, if they tried to reboot that, like, 15, 16 movies in, people's going to lose their crap. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to want anybody else playing these characters that right. are still there and stuff like that. So, it's weird that... And it looks like Marvel's going to more go the route of phasing characters out. Yeah, and that's than... different than flat out, you know, being like, oh, this is the same Batman, he's just... 20, 30 years younger yeah. looking. <laughs> or just like with whatever this Joker movie is. Oh, it's just, I don't get it. Like, I don't. I try to be. I'm more of a DC guy than I am a Marvel guy. Mm-hmm. I want DC to succeed so much so that, like, I've unapologetically liked every one of their movies so yeah. far. Like, I understand that we're in the minority on that. Yeah. But. I love those movies. Like, I just rewatched Batman Superman like two weeks ago, mm. and that movie's amazing. I love that movie. We said that before. No, the only one I have, I haven't seen Suicide Squad since it came out. Uh-huh. So I want to go back and look at that one again. Yeah. Um, that's the only one that I'm kind of wondering if my opinion will change. Mm. But, you know, and I kind of want to see Wonder Woman again because I'm hoping my opinion will go up. Yeah. You know, Suicide Squad's the only one I'm afraid it might go down a little bit. Yeah. But even then, I enjoyed the movie. But if we're just going to start making stupid decisions, like, it's it's this easy. It's like, oh, well, you didn't like Jared Leto's Joker? Don't put Joker in another movie for a long time. Yeah. You know, I understand that's going to be hard with Batman because DC can't do anything that doesn't involve Batman. Yeah. You know, they're... But look what they're doing with Green Lantern. The last movie tanked. They're waiting long enough, and they'll reintroduce the characters. Mm-hmm. And literally, like you could just move in and say, 
as long as you don't redo Hal's origin, there's nothing that has to make it a reboot. You know, it's just, you use that to establish Green Lantern. Right. People kind of know what it is and just move in and maybe Hal's already established and, you know, it's John's origin story or Hal and John are established and it's Kyle's origin story or something like that. Like, that's the way I would do that instead of having to rehash and redo the origins. Mm -hmm. Especially origins for a character like Joker that nobody wants to see the origins for. So, and if they're thinking Batman's the same way and it's either going to be a reboot or it's not going to be tied to continuity and be an Elseworlds Batman. Well, that's like the whole thing. Or something like that. It's like, just don't make it. That's like we got excited about, you know, we talked about it on one of our episodes where just the possibility of what they could do with, if it was going to be that trilogy they were talking about and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And I mean, why, why establish that Robin's already been dead? Right. You know, stuff like that. Why are you, why are you not going to play with that when you have the opportunity to play with it? Right. So yeah, that's kind of dumb. Like, oh man. I'm kind of getting mad just thinking about it. <laughs> it's like... Get your shit together, DC. We love you, but man. Marvel's future is kind of uncertain now because past Avengers 4, we don't know what's coming. Yeah, but still, we know, man, they went through four phases. And never... But yeah, it's getting built up in that to where it's like DC's movies are so uncertain because it doesn't seem like they know what they're making from week to week. And I'm not going to lie, like, all the decisions I've heard about since San Diego have been terrible. Yeah. You know, making Shazam without Black Adam. Why? Is dumb. Don't make it. <laughs> yeah. Um, making a Black Adam solo movie is dumb. Don't make it. Yeah. You know, making a Joker origin movie is dumb. Don't make it. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> Like, I got excited for a Flashpoint movie, but honestly, I have a feeling that's going to do more to screw these movies up than to help it. Well, let's hope not. If they use it as this idea of, like, well, let's use that to fix everything, and I'm air quoting here. Yeah, I just, I I hate for them to do that, but part of me is scared that that's why they're doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Because that was the whole big thing. They were like, well, why do we need to do this movie? Like, everybody said that they would never do that movie. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I think it'd be awesome to see... You know, Jeffrey Dean Morgan and What's-Her-Face. Right. But, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Sounds like DC's got a new employee named Panic and Skywalker over there. It's like they don't know what's going on. <laughs> and tying into that, there's also news that in the latest cut of Justice League, Lex Luthor's been removed from it completely. What? Yeah. The rumors are being, and you know, it's rumors, but the rumors are like, you know, whenever Whedon took over... It was like, I'm here to wrap up. Uh, the movie's like 95% done. I'm here to finish it. It's going to be Zack's vision. Right. The more and more it's coming out and we're hearing it, it's almost like, no, Joss is there to fix the movie. Hmm. And it's becoming more and more Joss's movie. Yeah, totally a sign that... I've but, heard that they're... Oh, sorry. Uh, did you hear about... Like, I know it's like every time something does happen with DC, like, somebody says, oh, well, the director's doing this, or, you know, we're losing a director, or something like, this movie's trash, or something mm-hmm. like that. There's always some negativity surrounding some DC project. You know, Joss is wrapping up Justice League, or whatever. Did you hear about the whole stuff with his... I guess his ex-wife is Oh, where his ex-wife, like, bombed the, uh, his webpage? Yeah, and, like, they shut down a, a fan site because of it, and all this other stuff. I haven't really read into it, I was, I was reading like, oh, a little God, bit. it doesn't sound good. Yeah, I was reading a little bit about it today, because they were talking about, like, oh, is this gonna... You know, is he gonna have to start pulling back from projects, because, you know, his name doesn't look very good now and stuff. And I'm like, I'm... It's weird, because I'm of the opinion, I don't care. Yeah. Like, I do not care a single bit about what this dude does in his personal life. Yeah, I was life. like, and, you know, there's always two sides to every story, and, and nobody ever knows anything that's going on. Mm-hmm. It's not our business to know. But I just thought that was weird. I was like, God, DC, man, they just, every yeah. little thing. Like, it's like they're just taking bullets. <laughs> DC is like Wonder Woman walking across no man's land. <laughs> they're dodging bullets right now. <laughs> but it's, yeah, I did hear about that. And it's like, I don't know. It's like, I like Tom Cruise movies, and that dude's certifiably insane. <laughs> So I'm not worried about what happens in yeah. an actor or like a celebrity's personal life. It affects me in no way. I don't know the guy. I don't know her. I don't know who he allegedly cheated on her with or, you know, I don't care. Yeah. 
And apparently one of the attacks was that, like, oh, he's not really a feminist. Like, he plays on, he uses that to sleep with women and stuff like that. I'm like, who cares, man? Like, <laughs> and that, all this stuff will blow over by the time, you know, the movies come out. or And it's, I don't know if the movie's even going to carry Joss's name. I don't think they actually said he is getting a co-credit. Gotcha. So. But. It does sound more and more because they said like a lot of it was he's going back and changing the tone and making it lighter and funnier mm-hmm. and you know he's apparently upped a lot of cyborgs parts and one of the rumors I'd heard was he changed the ending to the movie. Oh wow! So again, it's you know here's the thing: if when I watch it in November, if the movie's amazing, I may step back out of it and be like, cool. Like, whatever, whatever changes ended up. I am still worried that it's going to end up being, especially with hearing a lot of that stuff and Josh doing stuff. It's like, if I walk in and it's the Avengers, I'm going to be unhappy. Yeah. Not even, I'm going to be let down. It's like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be like old dad mode. Like, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> like, I'm not angry. I'm just very disappointed. You know? Well, it's like we've said for a long time. It's like, why didn't they just do this forever ago? Like, they've always had the rights to their characters. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to build anything. And I think we even talked about, like, when they actually started, like, when The Dark Knight Rises was done, they were like, hey, we're going to do a shared universe. I was like, do it like Bruce Tim, Just put the Justice League together and then, well, you know, then go off and do your solo movies. I wish that, I wish that the, um, uh, what's the name of the guy that did Mad Max? George, um, Oh, man, I can't remember. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Shoot. But, you know, his uh, version of the movie, like, it was going to be the Justice League. Like, they came into the movie as the Justice League. Mm-hmm. And that was before Marvel was really making movies. I think maybe Iron Man was out at that point. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's what they should have done and not had to worry about all these side characters and stuff like that, but... I don't know. I'm just, at this point, I'm hoping they make it past Iron, or Aquaman. Yeah. Because nothing has started other than Aquaman. <laughs> it's like, it's like DC's always been our baby, but our baby's grown up and now our kids make a stupid decision. Yeah. It's like, come on, man, get your stuff together. Yeah. We still love you, but God. <laughs> I'm not going to be that upset. Like, coming back to what my actual news was, like, I'm not going to be that upset if Lex Luthor's not in the movie. Yeah, you know he. I think he's probably better served for a Superman movie, so it's not going to kill me if he's not in a movie that's set to build up Darkseid. Well, the real Lex Luthor is in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy now. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> miss that guy. <laughs> but I got two other pieces of news. Um, one, uh, I sent you a text about it about a week ago, where the movie pass. Oh, yeah. watch all the movies you can for $10 a month. Have you looked into it? I have looked into it a little bit. Like one, it seems like it seems legit, hmm. you know, and it used to be like 40 or 50 bucks and they dropped it down to 10. I know it crashed the website. Oh, uh, well that is because before they dropped the price, they had 20,000 subscribers. Uh-huh. As of now, they have 150,000 subscribers. <laughs> Holy crap. They have increased 700 fold. Their wow. subscriber base. Um, AMC is still trying to not have anything to do with it. Uh-huh. So far as to where in, I think, Boston and Denver, they've pulled out of part of the uh, thing, like the e-ticket side of it. Mm-hmm. But apparently the way this works is like you go to the movie theater, you pull up the app, it uses your GPS to tell that you're at a movie theater. Uh-huh. You choose the showtime you want, and you have a debit card. Uh-huh. And it sends the money for the ticket to that debit card. And you pay for the ticket. So I don't understand why anybody would not be for this. Because the theaters are still getting full price. Right. And it's like, if I'm not spending money on the movie, guess what I'm probably going to spend a lot of money on? Yeah, where they make their money. Yeah, I'm going to be buying popcorn, candy, <laughs> like all, all this the stuff. <laughs> To where, you know, they're still getting all their money because MoviePass is paying them 
the full price for the ticket. Right. So for that to work at $10, I'm having a guess that like the amount of people who have this and don't use it mm-hmm. has to vastly outweigh the amount of people who actually use it. Yeah. Because if, say you've got 150,000 people paying $10 a month, like, yeah, you're doing pretty good. You're making, you know, $1.5 million every month. Mm-hmm. But what if those... 150 million or 150,000 people are seeing like five movies a month. (laughs) You're spending way more money. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So I don't understand how it works. I'm guessing that it's working mostly on people having it, not using it Uh or using it the once and actually it not being that big of a deal. Right. And I think part of AMC's claim is that they don't want to have be a part of it because it's not sustainable. Uh-huh. But that being said, part of their idea was like, they don't want to have the movie going public think that you can see all the movies you want for $10 a month. And I'm like, that's just douchey. Yeah. Like, that's just basically being like, I don't want them to make it seem like movies are a good deal. <laughs> Which I'm not going to lie. I'm going to watch into it for another month or two uh-huh. and see how it trends. $10 a month, the way we go see movies, yeah, it's, it's worth it. That's like even, I know we try to do the $6 days, but you know, if we go on a regular day, it's like, what, twelve fifty, Something like that. So you've already paid for at least one movie. Yeah. So. So it's like, if that works, Lord, I might not even have to worry about getting my gift cards <laughs> every year. You know, no, just, you can keep asking for that. Use that as a concession. You can see everything for cheap. <laughs> true. <laughs> But I think it's like they don't do 3D. They don't do special. Apparently the Fathom events and stuff like that don't work on it. But Wait, so it doesn't cover 3D? No. So that's more of an incentive yeah. for us to do it. But apparently it's like one 2D movie every day. Like you can't see multiple movies uh, okay. a day. But you know, conceivably for 10 bucks you could see 30 movies a month. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to have to look into this. Yeah, I'm going to watch it and see how it trends out because a bunch of people are saying like oh this is going to be dead by the end of the year like there's no way this is conceivable Hmm. you know or that it'll be ten dollars and a certain you know for now and then like in six months it's going to go back up to 50 or something like that so you know i'll keep a watch on it and i'd like to you know because that sounds like a great deal yeah we'll have to check it out I don't understand what AMC's deal is, not wanting. But apparently, as long as AMC, as long as the theater takes MasterCard, there's nothing they can do to stop it from working because that little debit card that MoviePass sends you is just a MasterCard that they just <laughs> swipe for the cost. So. That's crazy. And the last one, I just saw this today, and apparently, this is just speculation right now, but they're wanting to do Knight Rider as a movie. Oh, for some reason, you said Knight Rider, and I'm like, I imagine Ghost Rider. I'm like, wait, oh. that's not right. <laughs> Knight Rider, they want to do it as a movie. The Weinsteins want to do it as a movie. They want to do it along the lines of 21 Jump Street, Baywatch, you know, take the old 80s movie and make it a joke oh, okay. kind of setup. Um, right now, the, they have the cast for who would play Michael Knight. <laughs> Is it The Rock? <laughs> Very close. Oh, God. Jason Slatham. <laughs> the casting that they have for who would play Michael Knight. That they want, this is just speculation right now, is John Cena. And his name is John Cena! Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) The voice for Kit, Kevin Hart. Oh my god. Which is enough for me not to watch the movie. As excited as I could be about like silly comedy Knight Rider John Cena... Kevin Hart immediately... Kevin Hart puts this movie into Michelle Rodriguez territory. Oh, God. So, if Kevin Hart was the voice of Michelle Rodriguez's car... (laughs) And it was Bumblebee... Oh, God. Why do you do this to me? (laughs) It's just a car that travels around and spits out copies of Valerian. (laughs) (laughs) It's the worst car ever. (laughs) 
God, somebody's going to hear you and make this movie, and I don't like the way. <laughs> Kevin Smith. <laughs> That's a good way for me to stop following anything that man does. <laughs> God, that's kind of uh, that's that is funny though. John Cena is, <laughs> which I'm for. Yeah, like I think that could easily be like the start of him being like, because I think it would be his first, other than you know the bullshit WWE movies, like his first <laughs> real kind of leading man yeah. starring role. It could be his Scorpion King. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But it seems like it's going to be his Mummy Two Scorpion King. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. I got yeah. The one where they don't run out of all the money at the end Crappy of the Crappy CGI. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't want Kevin Hart involved in things. I didn't know you didn't like Kevin Hart. I hate Kevin Hart. Honestly, I have no opinion of the dude. I haven't really seen him in a whole lot, so. I just, it's like, he was that guy that was kind of like, oh, this guy's irritating. And then over the last two years, he's become that guy that's like, oh, this guy's irritating, and he's in every other movie. He's not Dane Cook irritating, is he? I liked Dane Cook. Really? So, I'm pretty certain there's somebody out there who's like, just, really? You like Dane Cook and you don't like, like, <laughs> yeah, whatever. But I understand how Dane Cook was irritating. Like, I, mm-hmm. anybody that says, like, he was, I get it. Yeah. Like, Dane Cook was irritating. But, oh. <laughs> I just I, I can't do Kevin Hart so but I saw that today and I figured that was I had to jot that one down that's weird and, funny but weird yeah I don't know if I'd call it funny <laughs> that would be the one that like I'm just it actually wouldn't even be a podcast at the end of that movie it would just be me yelling for 45 minutes I think <laughs> Valerian part 2 <laughs> pretty much <laughs> And it would only be made better if you actually liked it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm already going to love it. <laughs> Screw it. It looked pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I do it. I would wonder, like, the one thing, because they've tried to reboot Knight Rider a couple times. Mm-hmm. You know, they tried to reboot it in the 90s with Knight Rider 2000. Uh-huh. And then in 2008, they tried to reboot it on NBC. You know, Kit was Val Kilmer. And in a new mustang instead of in a trans am but i'm like i don't know there's that part of me it's like what what car do you put him in like who who pays the money or do you go back and actually put him in the trans am i, don't know. <laughs> I well, hope this movie if, doesn't if get it's made. cena he probably has the car probably so <laughs> he's like just opens up one of his 30 garages and you guys <laughs> like pick the car whichever one that's night rider <laughs> i just I'm done. I've put too much thought into this movie today for this. <laughs> so, let's go ahead and talk about the movie. So, I like the fact that um, DC has been putting these movies for the last year or so in theaters. Yes, yeah, it's pretty cool. I noticed, like, for some reason, we don't get them all. But we do get the ones that Bruce Tim does. Yeah, because we didn't get, let's see, they've done it with Killing Joke. We got that one. Yeah, because we saw that one. They did it with Return of the Cape Crusaders, did which we didn't get. And then they've done it with this one, which oddly enough, we did get. Mm-hmm. So, it's neat that they do it. I realized after we saw the movie that I buy all these movies every year. Uh-huh. So, all it was was a way for me to spend 12 more dollars <laughs> on a movie I'm already going to buy. Right. But, <sighs> I don't know. It is kind of fun going to see it in theaters, though. And that one, I just... I really liked it because it was straight up like a the style of the animated mm-hmm. series. Like even the beginning of it when it starts off with the blimps, I was just like, yeah. "That's awesome!" I was like, "It's just that's just classic imagery from when we were younger." It's always funny. Like I'm one of the people who's like, I like some of the new takes on Batman that those DC movies have done. Mm-hmm. So I actually I kind of get a little aggravated when they announce Kevin Conroy coming back because so- I'm like. Again, like, let's move forward. And then I watch it, and I'm always immediately glad that it was Kevin Conroy. <laughs> See, yeah, it's, it's weird. I always have the opposite effect, because I'm always like, if it's not Kevin Conroy, I was like, oh, you got a fake Batman. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. Like, just, he's been Batman for most of the time that I've been a Batman right. fan. 
So it's but like I mean, when just, I read anything, I hear his voice. I was like, that's my Batman. No, I, don't get me wrong. It's weird because I'm the exact same way. Uh-huh. But like, I really like Bruce Greenwood as Batman. He was the one in Under the Red Hood and in Young Justice. Oh, okay. So it's like I really liked his take on it. Yeah. I really liked... Um, I didn't like Baldwin's, like uh, Billy Baldwin's version in um, some of those movies. Like, there's been hit or miss. Uh-huh. But I have liked a good few of the different Batman voices. I gotcha. Um, but this one, when they show that it's the Bruce Tim art style, you know that going into it. Mm. Yeah, you have to have... Like, there's two things. If you're doing something set in the Arkham world, or you're doing something set in the Diniverse, yeah. like, it has to be uh, Kevin Conroy. Like, right. I will get that. And I like that they got Lauren Lester mm-hmm. back to be Nightwing. Um, the voice thing that most people were kind of aggravated about with this one was Harley. Right, because it's totally just new. Yeah, like, because uh, the last few years, like, Arlene Sorkin had stopped doing it and pretty much just handed it off to yeah, Tara Strong. I'm pretty sure Arlene's last one was uh, Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Okay, I'm pretty sure that was her last outing as Harley. And then Tara Strong picks up in... Arkham City, City and has pretty much been Harley and almost everything since then. Yeah. So it was kind of weird that when they're getting to that, it's like, oh, we're not going with Tara Strong. Mm-hmm. Especially who, to have that creative team back. Yeah, who because she does, she's doing her best to sound exactly like Arlene Sorkin. Like she's mm-hmm. playing that version of it. And you have um, this new actress. I can't remember her name. It's uh, it's the girl from uh, The Big Bang Theory yes. that plays Bernadette, but I cannot remember her name. I think it's like Megan something. Gotcha. I can't, like, I, I just honestly can't remember her name. But it's like, at first, when I first heard it, was like, she's playing it so over the top. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to over the top a character that's already... <laughs> over the top. <laughs> pretty over the top. But, honestly, by the end of it, or not even by the other, like most of the way through it, like I really started liking it. Yeah, um, I did see Melissa it. Roush. Oh, okay. Like, um, yeah, because in the trailers you were just kind of like, eh. But it was more like a, is this slightly off-putting because it's different? Or right. is this just not going to be good? But yeah, like, as soon as you're, you're with her for a little bit, I'm like, okay, I, I get it. I, I like this. So she, I think she did perfectly okay. Especially some of those things like where it kind of plays off, like uh, towards the end when she's talking to, like when she's trying to get Poison Ivy to stop her playing, uh-huh. and she just goes off on this string for about forty-five <laughs> seconds yeah. without breathing, and like stuff like that. Like she definitely caught that. <laughs> that and when she's talking to Batman, trying to convince him to take her, this is the same thing. She just goes, yeah. And so it runs through this whole thing. She's really like, she does become Harley by the, mm-hmm. you know, by most of the way through the movie. And you're just like, okay, I get this. It could have been one of those things too. Like she got more comfortable with it, filming it yeah. like as it was going along. So that, Speak, uh, apparently this was one to be one of the last ones. I think that, uh, Andrea Romano is doing the voice directing on who's been like the voice director behind mm-hmm. all of these ever since, 92. Gotcha. So it's really going to be interesting to see how they go forward with some of the voices. Speaking of voices, uh, Robert Paulson was every other character in this movie. Really? It sounded like it. Like, because there's one or two times I know I heard, I was like, that's Robert Paulson. Just random side character. Uh-huh. Um, I know for a fact he's the twins that are singing the song in the dive bar. That was bar. so awesome, that scene, because like you saw so I've had many... that damn song stuck in my head <laughs> for a week and a half. But you, there were so many characters in that bar that were just throwbacks to, mm-hmm. like, um, what was the the clown captain? Like, did you catch him? Yeah. I can't remember his, his name. It was Captain something that Joker had called him or whatever. Like, he was there, and like the twins, I, mm-hmm. I remember them from the series. There's just so many of them in there. I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> but, you know, the, I know he was at least four or five characters in that <laughs> movie, which was kind of interesting. Because he's been in the last few. Like, he pops up. I know he, 
I first started hearing him show up in uh, Dark Knight Returns. Okay. Because, funny, he plays uh, Rob in the Rob and Dawn oh, duo. Okay. I didn't even catch that because I know... Uh... He was the first... Rob Paulson was the first cartoon voice that I ever heard from one cartoon to the next and was like, wait a minute, that's Raphael. Oh, okay. And See, I think mine was... If it wasn't him, it was uh, Frank Weller. Oh, gotcha. Because it's like those two guys, they're in every animated thing mm-hmm. ever. Like, uh, Frank is in a lot of gargoyles. Oh, gotcha. And things like that. And like him and Ed Asner. He was, that's another yeah. one of those recognizable voices. But yeah, Rob Paulson, I always, he's so funny. Ed Asner, I always go back to Freakazoid. <laughs> yeah, he plays, uh, I think his name's Hudson on Gargoyles. Mm. And he's also like one of the main characters in Nice Hour Republic. Gotcha. So like, as soon as I was playing Nice Hour Republic, I was like, hey, it's Hudson. <laughs> and oddly enough, Granny Goodness. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> but, yeah, but, it's, it's just always nice to hear those familiar characters come back. Mm-hmm. This one also follows the Bruce Tim idea of I'm going to find two characters who shouldn't have sex <laughs> and make them have sex. Like I, Bruce Tim just has his toys and just likes to pick up two random characters, <laughs> and it's like now I'm going to make them kiss. But if you can do that, he picked the best one to do it with Nightwing. Oh, because Nightwing's a whore. <laughs> Like, that, that scene is so that, funny. The funny thing is, because I got thinking, you see at the beginning of the movie where he goes and tra- chases her down to the super babes, you know, the restaurant yeah. with all the... And I'm like, what is this? Just a restaurant? Like, because Nightwing's the one looking in the window. Yeah. I'm like, Nightwing's just oogling over the fact that he slept with the real life counterparts <laughs> to half of the staff. Yeah, that's like... Because so they immediately show like Huntress and uh, Starfire and... <laughs> Or was uh, a power girl? She yeah. was in there. I'm sitting there, like, I see that. I was just like, can can, can this place just be real? <laughs> I was like, let's turn every Hooters into the superhero well, there babes. Was a, um, back in the day, uh, did you ever read Kingdom Come? No, I actually haven't. Uh, Buddy Orc is actually going to let me borrow that. In Kingdom Come, they do a, uh, theme, a superhero theme restaurant. And all of the, it's almost like going into... Around here, McAdoo's with all the crap on the wall. Uh-huh. It's all superhero stuff on the wall. All the waitresses are... Waiters and waitresses are dressed up like superheroes. And uh, all this stuff. So it's like, ever since I read that back in college, I'm like, I kind of want this to exist. It's called Planet <laughs> Krypton. Oh, uh, that's cool. And, uh, so it's like Planet Hollywood, but for superheroes. Uh, cool. And so this was kind of the, you know, risque version of... <laughs> that because it's funny where some of these characters that have really revealing outfits they found a way to make them even more skimpy and revealing <laughs> but yeah i'm sitting there watching them like yeah nightwings slept with like most of these <laughs> real life girls and then of course yeah he's the one that ends up you know going after or getting with harley which I, that scene, it was up on YouTube last night for some random reason. <laughs> so I'm like, did you hear about the backlash that's already come from that? Oh, I'm certain. I haven't heard about oh, it. Oh, well, but. apparently this movie should be condemned because Harley rapes Nightwing. I kind of. <laughs> but at the but same time, again, it's Dick Grayson. <laughs> I was like, he's willing. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, he's clearly like, because he even does he, the thing. Yeah, he's like, all the stuff I do like, for Gotham. Yeah, because she catches him like, you know, looking at her and yeah. everything like that. She's like, oh. And he even says, he's like. He's like, this he's would like, be nice. He's like, yeah, this is kind of wrong, but it would probably be a whole lot of nice. <laughs> and it's Nightwing. Yeah. He's going to get out of like. I'm sorry, being duct taped to the bed is not something <laughs> Nightwing can't get out of. So, it's like, at no point, for God's sake. Yeah, it's like at no point was he not in control of this situation. Which I, I love. literally can't believe we're sitting here debating over whether or not Nightwing got raped. <laughs> I just love when Batman shows off. <laughs> he hears the, he hears yeah. all the noise through the door, and he's like, "Did you get what you need?" <laughs> it's like, so funny. But, like, it was a really, I thought it was a funny scene. But, but, yeah, it's like, I mean, it's not as weird as the Batman-Batgirl relationship that yeah. Diggy keeps trying to push. The weird uh, 20 minutes of um, killing Joe. That shouldn't be there. 
But he even pushed for that back in uh, Batman Beyond. Yeah. And what's weird, it's like, apparently Paul Dini does not understand which person in the Bat Universe Barbara Gordon is supposed to be with. That's more Bruce Timm, not Paul Dini. Oh, that, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay, because yeah, I, like, I heard you say it twice, and I was like, no, nah, it's not. You're right. That's a, that's a Bruce Timm thing. Because even in um, Arkham Knight, the mm-hmm. Batman game from a couple years ago, she's with Tim. Like, yeah. Batgirl's with Tim. Yeah. I'm like, how hard is this not to understand, like... Batgirl and Robin, you know, Dick Grayson's Robin, have been a thing since the two characters were introduced. The only thing I can guess is this, like, you know, since it was the video game, like, I guess more, I guess the more modern audience or younger audience might associate him with, uh, what's her name from Titans? Oh, Starfire? Yeah. Like, I guess maybe that might be the more recent couple for Nightwing. But But still, like, that is weird. Dick's been with, uh... Um, Barbara Wells, like within the last 10 years. Yeah, so uh, it is kind of weird just to be like, nah, it's going to be this Robin. Yeah, I don't. That was one of the things I didn't understand about that game. That and why did the Arkham Knight have to be Jason Todd? Like, why didn't you just. Because everything call... was Jason well, Todd at that why time. Didn't you just... <laughs> I don't have no problem with him being Jason Todd, but why come up with this extra character? Yeah, just let him just be make him be the Red Hood. Yeah. So. But that's neither here nor there. Um, funny thing is, like, I liked how funny this movie was. Mm-hmm. And both of the musical parts in the middle of the movie, I actually really liked. <laughs> I liked it a lot. Like, my only... Like, I love that scene where the Watchtower calls. Uh, Booster uh, Gold is talking. <laughs> uh, Robin's over there like, no, not this guy. Not this guy. <laughs> yeah. It's like I just love that, and like I don't know, it was it was just kind of cool because you're like, okay, well the Watchtower's a thing, so Justice League is a thing, so yeah, this is all you know, all this fits together. So, but know, apparently man. that was uh, Bruce Tim. Bruce Tim was Booster. Was Gold? Booster? That's pretty funny. I have to I have to listen to that when I pick up the Blu-ray. But um, my only complaint about that movie was it just ended. It did. Like it, you get the. You know, they set uh, Floronic Man... Well, the last ten minutes of that movie kind of go nowhere. Yeah. I ain't spoilers, but... Swamp Thing shows up and does nothing. Like, literally does nothing. Another, hey, we got Swamp Thing, we're gonna use him. (laughs) It is like, even the characters are like, so you're just not gonna do anything? Yeah. Like, he rises up, talks a little bit, and he's like, eh, not my problem. And goes back down under the water. And then they're like, oh, well, we can just set him on fire. You know, the Floronic Man. Yeah. And that's the end of the movie. (laughs) Like, you have that one scene of him running through the woods, or swamp, on fire. But that's literally the end of the movie. Just ends on, hey, we can set him on fire. (laughs) Da-na-na-na-na-na. I was waiting for the old school WB look. (laughs) (laughs) Porky show up. That's all, folks. But no, I was like, I did. I do think it's kind of cool that, like, you know, we joke about them kind of shoehorn, shoehorning uh, something into things mm-hmm. here lately. But I've always thought that it was a cool thing to work Poison Ivy in with something. Yeah. Like, anytime they can do something like that, I was like, that's just really cool. That just seems like a pairing that should happen. Right. So, and then the other cat, uh, not Swamp Thing. Oh, Floronic Man. That's <laughs> what I'm going to start calling him. Not Swamp Thing. Not... <laughs> like, I honestly didn't know about this guy. Um, the funny thing is, you did in some ways. Because oh, yeah? uh, Jason Woodrew, that's who John Glover plays in Batman and Robin. That turns oh, dear her into Poison Ivy, actually. So, oh God, oh God. <laughs> so we live in a world where there, theoretically she didn't kill him, but that was his origins. <laughs> like there could have actually been a sequel to Batman and Robin where he shows up <laughs> as not Swamp Thing. <laughs> you know what? Now I can't, this movie is a sequel to Batman and Robin. Like I can't not see it as this. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh god speaking of funny DC I, stuff I swear we bring that movie up every episode <laughs> we have it's to. like an albatross we wear around our neck that just keeps dragging us down 
<laughs> Speaking of a funny DC tie-ins, did you see that? I, I can't remember if I sent you that meme or not, where it's like, it's Alfred. He's like, I knew you'd come. Or he said you'd come, like, under it. It's, it's her. And she's like, suit me up, Uncle Alfred. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, God, that's awful. Oh, I did not know that was him, though. That's great. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, he made a much better Lionel <laughs> in Smallville. But it was cool, though, man, because, like, after we got home, I got an email about, you know, from, I can't remember if it was, yeah, it was from Regal. Yeah, you got this, and I didn't. So. Oh, really? I have to see if I can somehow forward it to you or something. But, um, yeah, it was like uh, you do a survey just about the Fathom events, and it was from D.C. asking which ones that you would like to see. You know, in the theaters, asking which past ones you would like to see in theaters, hmm. and um, you know, gave you so many regal points for doing the the survey or whatnot. But um, some of the stuff on there, like there was actually another section, like just from the Warner Brothers original mm-hmm. animation. It was uh, which future projects would you like to see adapted? And like, it had a lot of multiple choices, and it asked you to pick three of them. So I oh, picked gotcha. uh, Green Arrow Year One, uh, Superman Red Sun, and Batman Hush. Those are the three that I picked. And right. it was like, the follow-up question was, would you like to see these, you know, releases, Fathom events also? And I'm just like, yeah, like, more of this. I, like, I'd like to see them. They could put like, them on a VHS tape and mail them in to the me comments, for all I care. In the comments, it, it was like, uh, it was like, is there anything else, you know, that you would be interested in seeing? And I was like, well, you only limited me to selecting three of these. So I just highlighted the rest of them and copied and pasted them. <laughs> I was like, so go ahead and get just these two. Yeah, like, more of these. Like, what just, were the other ones? Do you remember? I, I really don't know. Like, I just know it was a lot. Like, it was weird because, like, um, it wasn't a lot of Batman. Really? Yeah, it was. Uh, there was uh, some Justice League stuff. Um, there was some Wonder Woman stuff. Um, Green Lantern. There was some Green Lantern on there. Um... I think there actually may have been something to do with Swamp Thing. So I was like, at this point, I guess it would be kind of, if they're going to run with them, give them a, a, yeah. you know, an original movie. So it was just a lot of stuff. And uh, I think Kingdom Come was on there. Ah, oh, see, that one would be. So. That would be it. Yeah, and um, I think, uh, what was that run that um, Kevin talks about in the JLA a lot? Where um, they basically use Adam to defeat Darkseid. <clears throat> it's a it's a certain phrase like and i can't remember what that phrase is right using it the only one i know like i've heard him talk a lot about is tower of babel but they've already done that one did they yeah that one was uh justice league doom oh okay yeah it wasn't that one i, I can't remember what it was i have to look that up later but yeah it was like it seems like maybe this is going to be like a fathom events normal uh, thing to do now and if they're going to start doing it you know we may actually because what we get how many dc movies animated movies we get a year three a year if they're going to start doing theatrical releases we may push it up to four well maybe i well they've done this year and last year we will get four because they don't count um the adam west oh, okay movies in there because this year we've gotten this is our third one because we got Teen Titans, um, Justice League Dark, and Batman Harley. Mm-hmm. But then we're also getting Batman versus Two-Face. And I think next year the plans were, if I remember, Gotham by Gaslight. A Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. And then the two-part um, Death and Reign of the Superman. Yeah. So... I'm wondering which one of those, I would say out of those, probably Gotham by Gaslight would get the theatrical release. Uh, yeah, because I doubt they would want to do a double feature. Like, Yeah, unless the, they uh, were going to edit them together into one movie. But they usually, like if they follow the same thing that they did with, which I hope they don't. Like I don't want them to do the um, whole thing like they did and release two different sets sets like yeah. they did dark knight returns to uh, turn around and put them together <laughs> you're just mad because that's the only still book you don't have i'm not happy about <laughs> that but not happy about it which i called that crap they're putting uh what you sent me that link that oh yeah the, justice league uh, new frontier 
re-releasing it as a steel book. Yeah, because that thirty dollar price tag damn well better come down. It will. It's that's just the placeholder. The placeholder uh, pre-order price. I guarantee it will drop to at least twenty four, maybe nineteen. Because I'll have to have it. Oh yeah, because like, that one's I love New Frontier. Well, it's funny because that's the one I hadn't bought yet, and you're like, well, hold off because I'm probably do a do yeah. a set for you know Justice League and. I guess I, the, I guess the commemorative edition Wonder Woman did the so Aquaman good. one comes out uh, next year, Aquaman. like the Justice League where they did with the Aquaman story. Oh, I can't rebuy that. That'll be the third time I bought that one because <laughs> I bought the regular release and then I bought the book, like when oh, they did yeah, the graphic yeah. novel combo. When you basically got the movie for free for yeah. buying the graphic novel, so. But I bet you they announced that one when Aquaman comes out. That next wouldn't year. surprise me, but. Let's say when the Batman rolls around, you probably get a commemorative edition of... Like what, Red Hood. Year one, maybe. Year one or Red Hood, I would say. Yeah. So, that'd be kind of cool to let you pick up ones you've missed out on. Because I think I've missed, like... I There's the earlier ones I don't have. Like, I think I didn't start buying them until Doom. Mm. So, that was my first one I bought. Right. Because I guess it's this year, the big damn box set's coming out. Like a 30-disc... It's actually just, uh, it's coming out here in a couple weeks or months because I know you can get it right now on iTunes. Gotcha. So, that's pretty cool. It's nuts to believe. I mean, it, looking back, it's been 10 years, but it is nuts to believe that they've got done 30 of those things. That's why I keep saying though, man. Like, DC kills it with animation. Mm-hmm. Marvel kills it with live action. Yeah, because those Marvel, like Marvel was playing around in that animated world for a while. Yeah, and then they were just okay. They just stopped. And it's like, these DCs, like, even though we have issues with some of them, they kind of seem to be our constant go-to. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a reason. Like, I buy them sight unseen yeah, every like, time they, they come Entire out. row of them sitting right there on my blue or bookshelf, so. Yeah. Harley, Batman and Harley. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Run out and grab it on. If you like the Batman animated series, if you like kind of a silly, fun take on it. Bruce Tim. Uh, you like that Kevin Bruce Conroy. Tim stuff. You like Kevin Conroy. Um, it definitely works. I would definitely pick it up. Kind of a good throwback love letter to that, It was that in old a lot series. of ways, yeah. Like, so. it was just like, oh, we're going to let you play in this world again. <laughs> it's like, remember when you sat fun? Let's go do that again. Yeah. So, so absolutely. Run out and pick that one up. Watch it on iTunes. Whatever you need to watch it on, man. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> <laughs> so, for that... Um, I've been Shane. I've been Robbie. And we'll see you at the movies. Hey, Bats, it's Booster. Got your emergency alert. I only got a handful of guys here on standby. I could send a black condor, elongated man, triumph, bloodwind, or I could just come down myself, give you guys a hand. Not much going on up here. Foosball table's still busted. <laughs>